0: This episode is sponsored by Tenji. Tenji is the chat app that always shares 50% of its revenue with users in the UK through a weekly free prize draw. And the more you chat and the more of your friends that join Tenji, the more chances you have to win. Tenji, the chat app that gives back. Download now for iPhone and Android by searching T-E-N-G-I. Hello and welcome to 361, a weekly podcast about mobile tech and everything around it. My name's Ben Smith.
1: I'm Ralph Blanford. And I'm Ewan McLeod.
0: This is Season 12, Episode 1, and this week we're talking about three things that have caught our interest,
1: including my new gaming
0: habit, my new personal bank,
2: and my new way of consuming news.
0: back chaps how are
1: you doing i am really good how are you guys
2: ever so exciting brilliant
1: season 12 uh i can't believe it's season 12 Is that what, you, what you're gonna say i
0: cannot believe it's season 12 i cannot believe neither of us had an original thought yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> right so welcome, welcome you're a listener. Yeah. how are you Ray
0: planford i'm very well are you well rested from your exceptionally large gap
2: have you got a tan uh no tan it
0: looks like you've got a tan have you been putting that no, that I, stuff on.
2: I, I haven't been getting a spray, spray tan. tan. No, nope. um, what would make you think that I'm the sort of person who would get a spray tan? I know, don't know. You just look like you've got a bit it's of more a hue. your sort of thing.
1: No, no, no I, I don't need to do that. It's, it's, I'm naturally, you know, handsome.
2: You and traditional Good Scottish,
0: good Scottish colouring. Yep. See through. I basically. think
1: you look as though you've been away. Have you been away?
2: I've done a quick business trip to um, Hong Kong Oh, uh, well, then you, you got a yeah,
1: so you I think you look that, that's about uh, as you're as very masculine today that looks like you've got you know You got
2: it going on today, Bamford. I still don't want a massage, thank you.
0: Okay, fair enough. Hold that thought. We will come back to that one. Now, you and McLeod, against my better judgment, we've let you decide the topic for this. I haven't decided.
1: I haven't decided the topic. It's just we were going back and forward on ideas for the topic on the first episode. And dear listener, I suggested that we just chatted, and the absolute horror on the faces of Blanford and Smith here, it was a picture to behold. Because I said, look, why don't we just chat? They went, no, 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 but I can't can't just chat, said one of them. I I, I need to have a structure, a structure. So there is no structure to taking on me.
2: It wasn't so much the uh, topic that I had a problem with, it was putting you in charge. (laughs) No,
1: I'm not in charge. I'm simply pointing out that we don't have a topic. We're just going to have a chat, dear listener, right? So what you're going to get is the productive minds of Blanford and Smith, and then some obnoxious...
0: Interruptions. Interruptions from me. I think that's one of our iTunes reviews, isn't it? <laughs>
2: Don't really see how that's different to normal.
0: Okay, right. before we kick off though, I want to say a very quick thank you to Tenji, who yes. are sponsoring this episode of 361 Hello Podcast. Hello everyone Tenji. Uh, who are helping make this happen. But more importantly, I want to announce a special competition that they are running, only for 361 listeners Ooh. in the uk now sorry to overseas listeners but this is just something special we're doing for in the uk and that is if you sign up to use 10 you can find them on the ios app store and the android google play store and when you sign up press the use voucher button on the initial screen you'll know when you see it and if you put 361 in there you'll then log in and it's like a it's a messaging app that you can use to talk to your friends and things like that. But the important thing that Tenji do is that they share all the revenue that they make with their users. Mm. And Every week, the more you use the app, you can win prizes, and we'll talk about it more later in the season. But the really cool thing they've done is they've set up a competition just for 361 listeners. This is really, really
1: important. This,
0: if you sign up using the 361 code, you stand a chance of winning a thousand pounds in cash or a thousand pounds in technology gadgets um, gizmos. gizmos of your choice and we're going to be doing the draw at the end of episode five so you've got five episodes get signed up send your friends messages, use it. Later on, we'll be giving you a way that you can talk to the team throughout the season as well. But the point is, in addition to their normal competition, you'll also stand a special chance that is restricted just to 361 listeners in the UK to win £1,000. That's really cool. In addition, they've also upped the amount that all their general users can win as well, up to £10,000 up until the end of the month. And so there's a really good chance that you could win a cash prize there as well. ten grand or awesome. loads of prizes of 25 pounds or five pounds and we'll be coming back to this one later in the episode so, so i'm on it give it a try t-e-n-g-i get to the app store now give it a go okay you mccloud yep. interesting things
1: uh oh okay all right off the top of my head real racing real racing yes it's a i decided i needed to, to know more about games have i told you this before i need to know more about games on on iphone because i just haven't really got the time to play games I, I I get apps but just games you know you have to invest quite a bit of time i thought i'd really want a racing game i thought i felt in the mood for a racing game i have got civilization and um sim bloody blah i just I'll, I'll search for um a racing game and i can't. what what's the problem
0: Rafe blandford is making yeah, why the same are you making this
1: that
2: well, i think I'm, i am making. what's is your issue i'm pretty sure it's not called sim de blah Sim what
1: Sim City, build it, or something. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, right? Because um, that's not the focus. You're not focus being is... very
2: detail oriented in games. Why are games important? You've got to say that games are important. Well, it's, is because it's a they're huge market. They're bigger man. grossing than apps now, right? Because of in-app purchases. The rise of the thing was going on. That, yeah, you know Candy Crush. Yep. They're making millions of yeah. pounds a day in in-app revenue and actually that's very interesting because they've monetized arguably much more successfully than the app space has and consequently such a bigger economy
0: have you bought anything
1: in well that's what's quite interesting so i downloaded real racing which is from ea games and you start off you have to obviously race and fit your car out and buy more cars or whatever there's gold things you can buy and you have dollars you know they're the racing dollars and the more races you do the more gold and dollars you make but of course for someone such as me the opportunity to say oh i'll, I'll just um <laughs> i'll just skip <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll just skip. pay my way through <laughs> yes,
1: because i realized that i was doing a one particular race i was wondering why my car was really slow and everybody else's car was going fat past me i just could not win i was retrying quite a few times and i realized oh all right oh right. yeah so i started paying the fake money in, in the game uh that ran out but then my car went a bit faster I thought, oh i'll just put a little, how much is uh, eighty quid. I'm Eight, like, 80, I'm eighty. Eighty. Zero. Eighty quid. Uh, what? And that gets me a million racing dollars and whatever gold. I'm like, shh, gone then <laughs> I did it. You spent eighty
0: pounds oh, on in-app purchases yeah. for a racing game. Yeah, but then, it was good, right? Because it basically. Then,
2: the, I think we might need a new host. But the benefit. I'm not sure we can accept someone who's new host. What, I need
1: new trousers. I've just soiled myself. Wait a minute. Wait. Uh, a minute. Just,
2: just no. You're one of the 1%. That's your problem. Really? You're one of the 1% who's subsidizing everyone else who doesn't pay for in-app purchases. So I guess we should be grateful, but we do have to well, wonder about your right, £80 wait, on an in-app purchase. Wait a minute, wait
1: a minute. I was doing it for, from a research standpoint because I've never spent any money at all in-app on games. Never. The only I've spent lots of in-app wow. purchases, but all, always on value. You know? Right, but
0: going back to what you said just before, the £80 thing, which yeah. I, I think I'm going to need a moment to process. Well, i spent more yes. than that.
1: Just. I was just, that was the so I spent in one sitting. <laughs> but you played the game.
0: Yeah. You got to a point where you it couldn't really annoying. Yeah, you couldn't enjoy it because you couldn't really participate in the game yeah. because you hadn't spent any money. Got no yeah?
2: patience. <laughs> True.
0: <laughs> you see, that that's the thing that puts me off the whole in-app purchases. It mm. just feels a bit cynical. It's like you know, it's like the sort of the drug dealer thing. The first one's always free, and yeah. now you've got to pay to play. And I'd almost rather say, right, this game costs ten pounds and we're going to make the best game we can for £10, like Monument Valley. I think it was by us too, wasn't it? And you paid for it. It was beautiful. And I'm not really a gamer, but I I really liked it. It was a really enjoyable, beautiful Mm. thing. But I kind of felt it was honest as well, because then... Later on, you could then buy upgrades, but it wasn't that the game was rubbish without them. It was, you know, you've had yes. good value. Would you like to buy some more? Well, good value? Now and
1: again, there are there are various different tournaments that you can do, and it's pretty clear that you do need to spend a lot of money. Can you, know? you win anything? Like, do you get money? Oh, every every race you win like you know two or three thousand dollars, no, and you get.
0: Can can, can the oh, transaction go the back. other way? You no, no, can't no. get a prize from the game um, for, for winning the tournament. No, no, no. If you win a
1: particular tournament, then you get a car. Like for example, there was a tournament I was participating in that you get the the top-of-the-range
2: Porsche. And it's badges and things like that. I mean, there are some games that allow you to cash out and actually something like EVE Online, which is a big uh, multiplayer space game. People are buying things with real money from other players, although the game developers are trying to stop that kind of thing. And it plays just as much in the console as the mobile world. What I do think is really interesting here is there's a model that's emerged that I think, as Ben suggests, is actually... I, I don't want to use the word "preying" on people's it's kind cynical. of. It's cynical. It's definitely far removed from the kind of the origins of smartphones, where shareware was a big deal. I'm just going to
1: tell you how much my garage is. Oh yeah, I've got oh the new Daytona 500 update. Yeah, blah 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 blah. Continue. I'm going to tell you how, how big my garage is. Oh, I've collected a thousand RS racing dollars. Okay, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, Clyde said so you want to download it. Yes. Right. Oh look, look, look. Here, you got limited time sale. You can get this car, a Lamborghini v right? This is where they're not very good at it, right? Because I would respond to this stuff if it was smartly targeted at me. It's not. The targeting is really poor, right? So let's just have a look and see. Get this car now. How much is that? Okay. Uh, Uh, Oh, it didn't work. The promo's not worked. That's not very good. Uh, I'm going to tell you how much my garage is. I've got 21 cars of... um, uh 143 it doesn't tell me what my i was having to download some stuff but i've got i think my garage is worth something like five or six million dollars racing dollars racing dollars
2: what's interesting about that is the model has changed from the early days of smartphone, where it very much was about kind of share where you would pay a certain amount and get it and now it's gone to the the model Ooh, nine million oh there we go thank you ewan do you want to see it was in my garage no not, not, not particularly. especially no, no. no you see yeah.
0: the thing the thing that amazes me there, I mean, apart from the fact that you said, oh, you know, I'd buy it if it was more targeted, I was thinking, well, the, the Volvo V70 is very <laughs> practical, safe. No,
1: no because uh, um, unfortunately, they fetching
0: Bayesian That interior. didn't work because they,
1: they pop up these kind of special offers now and again. You think, okay, right. But it, even me, right, I'm quite a fan of the concept. I wasn't too worried about dropping some money on it because I was getting some value from I was playing with this concept of, of spending for entertainment. But I just thought, no, you're just taking the money off me rather than giving me the value.
0: But actually, what I, what I objected to there was, oh, I'm going to show you the game, which is, you know, you might do that with friends or whatever. I mean, when I have an app I really like, or particularly I'm thinking games in Monument Valley, I, I showed everyone, like, look at this, yeah, look yeah. at this. They got bored with it. And you fight it up, the first thing it did was, spend some money, spend some money. Like, there's a very clear message in that game, which is not, hey, here's a driving game, it might be fun. It's, spend some money. But what,
1: one of the problems I've got is I can't get anyone else to play it with me. Well, right, because, because I would like you, you to play it with 80 me. 80 to drop on No, cars. you don't have to do that. You can just play each other. And there's there's a, a, um, a time factor, what's it called? There's a It will allow you to play again. So if you go and do a race. It's a ghost lap. Um, Yeah, then it'll allow me to play against you, and it it seems it's quite smart how it time, time, time shifted multiplayer, and
0: that's it. To to be honest, from what you've told me. I was not much of a gamer to begin with. Not much of a, not any of a gamer. Let's be honest. You know, but I am more put off now knowing that. <laughs> okay, well, f- can you forget that a little bit? And have you? Did I show you the graphics? Right, because it is really good. It's a great experience. It looks absolutely stunning. I mean, fair cop. I mean, uh, when you first showed it to us uh, before the episode, I yeah. thought, ah, oh, it's actually quite cool. But now I know that I'm going to play it long enough to start caring about this game and then get reamed for in-app purchases. Because now I can see, you know, I I met these parents once at a party who told me about the kids who'd done loads of in-app purchases and, you know, it was technically their fault because they'd given them the password and all this kind of stuff. But you can see now how people get sucked in. Again, it just feels dishonest. I've
1: actually had to control myself very carefully, almost like... Being a gambler, yeah, because it is. is so easy to go, oh, mm, gone then. Because you're at the next race, next race, mm. and you need more power. I can, I, to can win, f- you know? I can
0: foresee that there will be
2: people who have sort of problems like with a habit. I think it already exists. I mean, it's that instant gratification. What we've seen with smartphone gaming in general, this power and graphics has got you know near console level, or certainly previous generation console, and it's matched together with. A payment mechanism that's much easier to enable than on the desktop and you know kind of a lot of the time it's not just these big purchases we're talking about actually the Problem can be from multiple smaller purchases. So, yeah, like oh, it's just eleven one, quid, three it's just £1. quid, one pound. Yeah, yeah. And, and that adds up. And I mean, I think it's very easy for those who aren't gamers or who are kind of not into it to j- just or set,
0: sane individuals well, with a sense on. of perspective.
2: It, it's, it's very easy to lean back and go, "Oh, it's just a bad idea." You know, it should just be uh, charged for upfront. I don't like this model, but actually, lots of services and lots of things in the real world work on this same model, and that you kind of effectively it's almost a pay-to-play or subscription service, but there is a kind of different psychology to it. And the reason it's become so popular is because it plays on kind of human psychology and it does work. And actually, Ewan is kind of the perfect example of this, you started playing because you're investigating it but Mm. there was almost this need for you to try out the next thing well i think i've probably
1: spent about 150 in total so not that's not too crazy because a part of that was well i've (laughs) Um, never never, never done that before and i have controlled myself to make sure i've not spent any more
0: but but 150 quid i mean maybe i'm going to show my ignorance here but that is three good quality console games yeah yeah Uh, right okay in terms of value
1: but then i think i have got Way more. I mean, I've been playing it, I've been it's been really, really fun. fun. I've really enjoyed mm. it. And by the way, I just want more I,
0: variety, I just want three games at least for that well, much money. Can I give
1: you a, a different take on it? You know, it's been very interesting looking at the advertising because there's in app advertising there, and there's obviously some degree of deal going on between Electronic Arts and the car manufacturers because some of the games and some of the tournaments are sponsored. It looks like they've been, you know, it's a Renault tournament or a so-and-so tournament but the different cars that i have been buying or playing or testing out have made me think oh this is quite a cool car
0: this is actually something that i have seen elsewhere which is at some motoring shows now the manufacturers will show concept vehicles that you can then buy in racing games and they've done it purposely for the tie-up with the racing game to create this sort of affinity
1: there was a a really really crazy fast Porsche in this tournament I i was playing if you won it, you would get that car, and normally you have to spend hundreds of pounds to buy the car, right? But you would—you could win it. But it was fast, super—I mean, crazy fast. And it was really fun driving it around this virtual racetrack. But it's—it's it's changed my my mindset
2: of Porsche. So it's interesting that that kind of cross licensing is starting to become very much apparent in this digital space, in the entertainment arena, and you know, gaming is actually potentially starting to become part of the campaign of launching a new car yeah. yeah and to me that's actually something that that's quite remarkable but that's become a thing but again it, it speaks to the power of that as an well, entertainment there, are, there is a,
1: a generic car i can't remember the brand i'll find the brand in a minute but it's a generic one i'm thinking this is a bit <laughs> but actually it was quite fun driving it you know it wasn't an amazing car
2: it looked like a very accessible car
1: it looks to me like a 10 grand car that you're busy racing around a racetrack I think why would you put that in a game?
2: But the other thing is you'll be presumably instantly familiar with these cars when you now see them in the real world well, because you'll recognise the and i the, the
1: Nissan ones I, I didn't rate at all, and I was like, oh, that's actually pretty good because I, I was driving that which, the other day. Which yeah. is
2: ridiculous given that... It's um, crazy. You know, and how closely the characteristics tie in. But I, I do think it's interesting as a discovery mechanism for products, you know, in the virtual world that then obviously very much applicable in the real world. And so I was trying to tie it back to why you know, gaming and in-app... Things interesting because actually, I think some of that can apply in the app space as well with the way that services are sold and the business model there. They come
1: across a Chevrolet Cobalt. It looks like a nothing card to me myself, but I was busy racing it and quite, enjoying it. Yeah, quite right, yeah. enjoying
2: it. But presumably reaching an audience you wouldn't traditionally do as well.
0: Yeah. yeah you're not a traditional Chevrolet purchase, are you? I am not. Oh, so one of the things I occurred to me I want to talk about in our episode where we get to talk about anything except mostly the things that you and McLeod would like to talk about. <laughs> no, no, there's <laughs> right. no limit, right? So, so I have been testing mondo which is a new uh, mobile yep. bank ah. all right and, and i'll talk a little bit about mondo in a minute but something you said just then sparks which is at the moment mondo there's no revenue model they're not earning money from me but one of the things that's really clear is because they have these clever things like popping up notifications when you buy stuff and mm-hmm. that tells you and gives you a bit of security and it gives you a nice smart app that kind of lets you do personal finance management and all those sorts of things and it's still still in beta and they're testing it out but one of the things that I thought when I saw that is I bet they're going to Put or think about putting advertising in here in the future to try and cross- sell you so mm-hmm. don't go to Starbucks tomorrow why don't you go to Costa they've got a deal on or you've made a lot of high-value transactions you might be the kind of person who'd like to buy a luxury car you know jaguar are selling this new you know SUV or something like that you know and what, do, even you better
1: and, and we have some very good finance arrangements for that
0: well now I think in their case they've said that they only want to be a current account oh, this oh, right, interesting they, okay. they could still so you as the
2: lead to Else. Exactly. Yeah, so
0: it's a lead to something else. And what I'm interested in is there you found the advertising, such as it is, quite acceptable. Mm. It was actually enhanced your enjoyment of the game. Because yep. now you're looking at cars thinking, oh, I like that. I don't like that. Whatever. Yeah. But what about when we step out of entertainment and games? And what about when we get into your money? Do you want, for example, your banking app to start to try and advertise to you based on you know, what you've done. And we should be
2: clear here, we're actually talking about native advertising. And for those that don't know, this is kind of moving away from the traditional banner ads or interstitials. And it's becoming very much integrated into the experience. In Ewan's case, it's a game, or it's a car that appears in Mm. the way in the case of banking, it might be a notification that appears in your messaging inbox or something equivalent to that. In other words, it kind of fits in natively with what's already there. Well, literally. But where I mean, is that exceptional is yeah. kind of the question so, so getting
0: at. So Mondo does this thing where you have this list of transactions. Mm-hmm. It, it tells you... A lot more detail about them than you would normally in a normal banking application. But at the top, they've got these analytics that sort of say, oh, you spent this much on coffee, or this is how much money you spend in the month, and these Mm. kinds of things. And that, to me, looks like an exact place they would say, you've bought a lot of real racing top-ups this month. Have you thought about trying Candy Crush Old Man Edition, Mm. or whatever, (laughs) you know, And, and so partly in the way that Rafe was saying about it being native, but also it being part of the functional profile. Yeah, there. part of the function of the app rather than by hey, this. It has to be.
1: What well, I, well, I think my view is, as with all advertising, it has to be not consumed as an advert. It has to be entirely helpful to me. So a okay, case in point: NetWest um, have a black account. Almost every bank has a yeah, like premium pr- premium account a premium account okay. a packaged account they call it uh, whereby you get special things like you get free phone insurance or included phone insurance or you get in my case I quite like the fact that the NatWest account gives you priority pass for the airports oh, okay for the um the the lounges that's quite valuable to me I mean I can go and buy it myself but I quite like the fact it's packaged and that's effectively well there's a degree of advertising going on there I was just trying to draw a parallel to the fact that they've created a package that. Uh, to me seems valuable as opposed to them just, all, all they're trying to do is sell me an account fee per month. And it's assuming. a bundling model, right? Yeah, well, that was bundling in that context, but they, they've cho- chosen to either allow me to aspire to, that, oh, I'll, I'll have that because, yes, I need the lounge access, even if you don't. And actually quite useful for me because I'm flying up and down and I do need that.
2: Yeah, because those kind of things, you said, it's of interest to me. It's about me. And actually, with these advertising models, it becomes very much about the personalization and using the data that you're giving it to give you better targeting. Because actually the kind of holy grail of advertising is like one-to-one advertising because it knows exactly what you're going to want or need to do in that moment and advertise or, or, or tell you about value. a relevant service.
1: Yeah, for example, I like quality things. So in some fields, I, I, I wouldn't know, for example, what is the best frying pan to buy? I don't mm. know, you, no idea.
2: You kind of want that recommendation, but it needs to be in that right moment. And I think that's what's interesting about apps and mobile in particular, because the amount of data that they can potentially have access to relatively easily and in a standardized way, it's why, you know, it hasn't really got going yet because most mobile advertising has simply been a replication of what we've already had on web or the desktop. It's kind of been the interstitials or the desktops. And the format is actually perhaps not the point. It's actually the content that it comes from. And, you know, most in-app advertising at the moment tends to be kind of off big networks and relatively annoying, and relatively dull. Yeah. Where it does work, I mean, Apple's IAD and the BMW case study where they were kind of doing stuff that was immersive and interact with, but the point about it was it was also targeted at the right kind of people. And I think you're kind of seeing that in the gaming because it knows you're into cars and into that racing, so it's a good place to have that kind of partnership. Or you do it with Mondo and the banking app because it has financial data, which probably is amongst the most valuable in terms of being able to target see, that's the It's right really thing.
1: complex with financial data, right? Because you can say, ah, oh, I see you love coffee. No, no, I just like the sandwiches. Yeah, I know, no, but you, but you're buying from Costa Coffee. No, well, yes, yes, but I'm not buying coffee. But that's
2: because I buy my daily. Yes, yeah, I see you go that,
1: yeah. to Waitrose a lot. Would you like? No, no, no. I'm only only buying our bloody. But yeah, you know, um. Or I see you go to John Lewis a lot. Well, the big issue is that actually, and this data doesn't exist easily for banks. Is what does the receipt okay. contain?
0: And some time ago, we did an episode where I said I would actually give permission for my retailer. To upload the receipt to my bank and to actually record what it, what it was I bought and, and the breakdown. And I'm not necessarily sure I want the bank to mine it or do anything, but it would be for my benefit that I would get the benefit of knowing what did not that I spent £10 at John Lewis, mm. but I bought a pair of socks or that, yes. you know, that what was I doing? Because that's more useful to me. But just to go back to the advertising, we'll move on in a second, just go back to the advertising. The difference for me. I think between what we're talking about there, or rather the parallel is, I follow a bunch of people on Instagram and they post pictures of all the things they like, cars, watches, pens, yeah, computers, yeah. and actually it has a huge effect on what I buy because I think, oh, that looks cool, I want mm, that. Yeah. Uh, that looks cool, I want that. It's and social proof, right? it's, And And in some cases, those people, maybe they're not being paid, it's not it's not duplicitous, but those people are being given access to these things by those brands, Deliberately. Deliberately. Yeah. And and, and there's, a, there's a bunch of guys who do you know, car spotting and things. And I would have no interest in following them in any other forum. But they take pictures of really nice cars. And sometimes their cars I might be able to afford to buy. And I think, I might have a Jaguar yeah. next time or I might have a mm. BMW next time. But for me, I'm going looking. I'm curious. I'm interested. It's like in your racing game. You know, yeah. I'm curious, interested about, oh, you know, and, and advertisers are welcome to put Yes. ideas in front of me when i open my banking app or when i'm doing a different task i'm not sure if i'm open to somebody saying stop doing the thing that you were doing and think about something different well, no but would
1: you be interested one of the most powerful things i think in in personal finance is knowing what's possible because actually uh, the industry at the minute doesn't easily tell you what's possible so a case in point when you log in or, or when you're presented with your uh, your home screen at your bank it would be nice if your bank told you what you could get in terms of uh, financial
2: services. So I think the important point here is actually context. Yes. In that if you're in a banking app or some specific service app, you're interested in offers around that and potentially attached to that. In something like Instagram or on your social feeds, you've probably got a much broader spectrum of things that you might be willing to have ever, attention to. Do
1: you ever check your credit? You know, do you check your credit I rating? Can't By, say by no. credit do you mean credit rating credit ratings okay right? so no. um yes, but I... Because you should do on a regular basis just to make sure that no one's you know hammering it yeah. and uh, you don't know about it
0: ironically, the reason I did that was because it was bundled with a financial product, and now that that financial product has stopped offering me free access to check it and yeah. you use the experience service they offer, I'm not doing it anymore
1: right because I do it on a regular basis just I think it's a, a sensible thing you should do it regularly and it's worthwhile paying for an it just to make sure no one's
2: you know, doing this stuff. Well of course yeah. actually doing it multiple times can itself be a signal that lowers your credit rating.
0: But it depends actually if you're merely inspecting the transaction log so if you yeah. pay Experian yeah. to view it you're fine if you yeah, if you're uh, querying it if, if yeah. you make if you make transactions querying that credit card. Could I have that credit card? Yeah. And oh, yeah, you that's, actually that's bad. Yeah, that's, it's that's
1: bad. Bad. but it's at that point you're potentially open to products and services and it's when you're logging into your bank and uh, saying that you know, I'm, I'm interested in loans, but actually the bank, most banks, I think I'm right saying almost every bank, was say they will need to apply. But they already know what they'll lend you.
0: Okay, and let me, in a different context, I changed my telecoms provider. So I was with British Telecom, mm-hmm. and I bought a year's worth of telephone and broadband service. And it's a good deal if you buy it 12 months up in, in advance. And the 12 months came up, and I thought, I think I'd like to do that again, actually. And um, while I'm at it, you know, Fibre's just come to the village I'm going to upgrade yep. as well. Great. Can't find out how to do that on their website. Can't find out how to upgrade my products. Can't find out what products are available mm. to me. I can order a new one. I can order a new phone line, but I don't want that. Right. I, want, I just want to you know, see yes. what, what I'm eligible for. And went around the loop so many times, just left. Just went to a different provider who had me a nice menu page. He went that one, that one, that one bought a bunch of stuff that I wouldn't have otherwise bought because it was there in front of me. And I thought, yep. "Oh, I fancy the idea of that. You know, I'm going to have that extra feature and that yeah. extra feature and some call waiting over here and some extra add-ons there and a special report and a this and oh. that. And it, it's surprising, actually, that when you make it easy for me to buy, not only will I buy more, but actually... The person who's selling most gets my business mm. because I really wanted to change something and couldn't, and it was too too much hassle. And, you know, as I left, you know, you get the, why are you leaving? And you write back and you say, because you're rubbish. And they say, oh, you could ring up and ask us. Well, no, I'm not why, ringing you. Why would I expend really, that effort? Why
1: don't, yeah, exactly. Right, come on then, Blanford. Go on, Blanford. What well, what's in your mind? It's
2: interesting because you've been talking about kind of the importance of context and then attention data when doing those and then as as Ben was sort of talking about that kind of frictionless process and experience. You talked about kind of push notifications coming in from Mondo. One of the things that's been kind of getting a lot of my attention recently and thinking about how it might have an impact in the future is the fact that we're doing an increasing number of things on mobile outside the kind of app silo. And, you know, we've talked already in previous seasons about things like deep linking and the way the web and apps are being tied more closely together. But increasingly, I'm starting to realize that it's not just sort of app and web. There's going to be a whole bunch of different surfaces on which you pay attention to or receive information. Push notifications, I think, are an early example of that and Apple and Google have both added the ability for those to be interactive. So you can actually do a yes, no question and take an immediate action. But we're also seeing things in the kind of the notification pull down of iOS. And there's a couple of applications that caught my attention recently. Fresh Air is a weather forecast, one that does nice things in there. There are currency converters, all the stuff that actually does it in that widget area. And we've kind of seen that on Android for a while, but there was some limitation to that. But now increasingly kind of summary versions are being put into that widget area on the kind of the notification screen. And also you can think about watches, be it Apple Watch or Android, where in the same way, all of these are different services over which these apps and these services are communicating with you. And there's no one particular example that that springs to mind because actually you're seeing the smart ones are doing it more. And it's that five second kind of almost micro moment of interaction where before you'd have to go into that. And consequently, those apps I'm interacting with many more times i tell you what this makes me yeah. think
0: of have you seen that new courts news app and that's just well, what just i was gonna come to yeah so it's like, like the hive mind
2: excellent but <laughs> and actually messaging as a whole is another service so
0: if, if, if listeners don't know what the courts app is just explain the because it's a it's a
2: quite a novel QZ. Yeah. Yeah. so so courts yeah. it's probably worth explaining it's kind of one of these new media publishers that is internet only and sort of made something of its name for itself in its original content, but also by linking out to third-party content and doing it through both a website and email digest. And they've now launched an app where the news is effectively delivered in an instant message-like interface. And you'll get the top story for the day, and then you'll have various options that you can choose message bubbles, say, tell me more, or go to the next story. Some of them are emojis in order to respond and get more information. But it's a very pared down interface in one sense, and just quite pure in it's the way really it's delivering cool. and it's a really interesting idea now I think it's kind of the minimal viable product at the moment but you can absolutely understand the power of getting it through a kind of messaging interface and they've done it within their own app but you can equally imagine this existing in Facebook Messenger in WhatsApp and we've really talked about messaging as a platform as kind of one of the last episodes of the last season the power of WeChat but if you start thinking about that in terms of another surface that exists on the phone and actually you can be much more conversational in messaging because some things are just notification alerts and that's what push notification about. Some are quite small interactive tools. That's kind of the widget format. It occurs to me that we will have four or five of these different services just on the mobile phone itself and this will extend into smartwatches or wearables. There might be something on your fridge. There might be an intelligent speaker that does it with voice control and audio. And so, for smart brands, you have to start thinking about these touch points much more broadly and understand that a consumer will interact with you across all of those. And it's not going to be one consistent consumer journey. It's going to be multiple kind of...
1: But that's accepted.
2: It's accepted. But most brands aren't ready to do that. No. I mean, they have trouble enough distinguishing between web and mobile. I think if you start well, it's introducing... a different team, different department. different team, different department. If you start introducing this idea of kind of almost braided customer activity cycles... Omni. It's not just omnichannel. It's The fact is it can happen in multiple different ways and each customer will be different. So it goes about how do you deliver that? Yes, you have to do it through an API and have a kind of multiple front-end interfaces. But also it does require you to think a little bit differently about how you break down your service and the communication with the customer and be very smart about how you track that and attribute all of that as well. It seems really smart to me that they're being quite honest,
0: which is what is the fundamental thing that the customer wants with news is yeah. a headline or some kind of, you know, quick glance, am I interested? No, 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 yes, show me more. Yeah. And partly they've done away with all of the flash because Court's website is very, very glossy presentation. They've done yes. away with all of that. And they've just said, does this story or this headline interest you? But that honesty has allowed them to create a product, which means that it can now get off mobile because that can become a, a voice interface. Movie. It could yeah. become a watch interface. It could become even an, an audio thing. You know, just reading out headlines, and you could just play, you know click a button or whatever when you're yeah, ready to, to the TV. when yeah. you're ready to throw it to the TV, or even listen to the radio. You know, this is a, could be a, a new format. And in in that respect, by breaking it down to that, rather than starting with have this 500-word article, what's the prettiest way I can show it to you on mobile? Starts with the wrong premise, which is 500-word articles are what you should consume. And you can, but is that the best way to consume news?
2: And for me, it absolutely becomes about that purity of the experience and what the objective that you're trying to achieve. And I think you know, we've talked a lot about the importance of mobile, and we do on this podcast, and we talk about mobile first. I think that's still a worthy objective, but actually, in the years to come, we are going to have to move beyond that. I've joked about using the word continue, but I'm actually quite serious, and you need to think in a continuum first manner, and that means across all manner of not just devices and services on those devices, but ways of interacting. And I think Ben's absolutely right to identify that purity of the experience and what the customer is trying to achieve, rather than this is the medium, therefore we're going to do it this way. Okay, I think we should wrap it up there. How
0: was that for you? I was watching both of you. You both got into it there. There was no structure, shock horror. A little bit stressful. I like my talking points. <laughs> Anyways, uh, back to my talking points. We want to thank Tenji again for yes. sp- sponsoring these these episodes of 361 Podcast. What you should do is go to 361podcast.com, and there's going to be a link on the homepage. It's going to tell you how to do two things. One, it's going to remind you how to sign up for Tenji using the 361 code so that you can get entered into our special draw to win £1,000 just for UK-based 361 listeners or an alternative, you'll still be eligible for all their usual competition prizes. They're giving away 50% of their revenues at the moment, which is thousands and thousands of pounds every week. They've given away more than a hundred grand already. So give that a go. It was really fascinating to try the app and it's a great opportunity to win some money. The other thing you can do is there's going to be the instructions there as to how to contact us on yes. 10G. We've got a 10G account just for you 361 speak to the podcast. You can join the 361 group. You can ask us Importance. questions directly. You can talk to us. We'll answer live. your questions. We'll answer your questions live in real time. And if you say something sufficiently interesting, We'll mention it. probably. We'll mention it on the show. Uh, it'd be a really good way. You probably get it a touch reply from Blanford. It's, anyway.
2: it's a good point to mention. We're going to be doing a Ask Us Anything episode later in the season, so that's another way you can submit your questions or do that via email or via the voice. May, maybe on the website even broadcast as well. live from the Blanford Estate, perhaps. Uh, that's well, on the cards. Let's not, let's not get carried away and promised what we can't deliver that's yeah. us being
0: disinvited as rafe alluded to at the end of season 11 the rafe blanford get him massage challenge is still going oh yes so we are still fundraising through patreon if you'd like to support the show you can do so from as little as one dollar per episode via patreon all of those funds go into the production costs of the show and uh, we've got a number of really generous donors at the moment but if you'd like to support the show every week please do so when we hit 100 dollars an episode Rafe Blanford will be massaged live on air using some of that, that very generously out, donated by. For those
2: that haven't been through this full story, actually what we're really going for is we're going to review some on-demand services and talk yes. about some of the ways that that's changed the way you do things. But unfortunately, it does you, seem that the highlight has been about massage. but we will also be testing out things like delivery. And so if you're contributing, I guess you should also know that you're paying for Ewan's burger.
0: Well, yeah, yeah was, but it's all about the massage. Bradford. The problem is that you and and I are mostly on demand you getting a massage because you didn't mm. want it. Yes. Yeah. You can reach us at 361 on Twitter. We are on Facebook. You can find us at 361podcast.com where there's a contact page. You can call us, leave a voicemail and you can email us through the website as well. Thank you very much for all your comments and feedback on Season 11. We really welcome it. We will be back next week with a Mobile World Congress special as Ewan and Rafe jet back from sunny Barcelona straight into the studio to uh, give us their feedback and possibly tell us quite how much their bodies hurt from walking all those miles around the show. We'll be back next week. Special thanks to everyone who pledged money to crowdfund the show this week, including David Walker, Tim Edwards, Ilico Elia, and Andy Hagen. There's a full list of all our supporters on 361podcast.com, along with information on how to help us from as little as $1 per episode via Patreon.